Welcome and thank you for listening to the Nitty Gritty ADHD podcast where I talk about my personal experiences as an adult with ADHD. Please note I am not a medical professional. I have zero medical training. This is all my personal experiences. This podcast is not intended to treat or diagnose anything at all. Do not take any supplements or medication or do any of the things that I say that I do without speaking to a qualified medical professional. Thank you. So I want to talk on this episode about the tools I use that work for me um, when it comes to just keeping myself organized, both personally, professionally. And I'm going to go through everything I use for both my business and just my regular life. And I think what's more important listening to this than the actual things that I use is more the approach to how I use them that's important because I'm the type of person I have gone through and downloaded so many different versions of different types of apps for all kinds of things hoping I would find you know this magic app this is the best email app ever this is the best program you've got to have this if you want to stay organized you got to have this and none of them ever really worked to the point where it was counterproductive I was wasting time screwing around on things that never really worked And what I ultimately realized or figured out, and I really didn't start to figure this out until after I was diagnosed with ADHD and started doing research and realizing it it has more to do with how I use them and, you know, what, you know, how, how I use these tools to be effective for me. So I don't think I'm going to go through anything here revolutionary, anything super special. It's more the approach and... I'll just get right into it from that perspective. My biggest issue has always been I have a lot on my mind and a lot on my plate, it seems like, all the time. So as an example, when I'm working at my desk, sending emails, doing whatever, my brain's pretty active. There's always things popping in there that are very distracting for me. And if I don't have something to do with those ideas, those thoughts, those things that I very randomly remember that I need to do, they can start to consume me and become super distracting. So I realized that and that I needed to have basically a system surrounding me with the tools or whatever I was using that would allow me to have places just to put everything, whether it was an idea, it was something that I needed to remember, you know, to do, if it was something like a, to call, follow up with basically anything that came to my mind, I have to have stuff that I can quickly get it into, unload it from my mind, but to make sure I don't forget things and that things don't fall through the cracks. That's key. And I know that that sounds really simple. And to most people that might be like really commonplace and simple and straightforward. For me though, that's a lot of work. I struggled with that. And I think the main thing I realize is I can't do that in one place. At least I can't do it yet. And so when I go through these actual programs or apps, whatever you want to call them that I use, keep in mind, this is my approach. So I'm just going to start off first. Um, The majority of the things I use are all digital. Everything goes through the digital world now in my life. It's just where everything is. Professionally, I do everything digitally. And so the first... um, main, well, actually before that, I will just say I use all Mac products. I have a MacBook, iPad, iPhone. 
I've used those for years. This isn't a big, this isn't like an endorsement for Mac. It's just, it'll help you understand some of the stuff I use. I'm not saying that it's the best or only option if it's a Mac product, but just uh, that's why I'm using it in a lot of cases. There's other products and that, you know, are the same thing, whether it's an Android or Microsoft product. But um, the thing I really like about it, again, not unique to Mac or Apple, whatever, is that everything just lives in the same ecosystem. I have access to everything on all my devices and I can log into it on other computers. It's really great. So anyway, first thing for notes, going back to this idea that I have a lot on my mind, a lot of things that come up, whether it's for work, whether it's for something personal, something I don't want to forget or I want to research, whatever, is notes. I take a lot of notes. And so I actually use two programs for that. I use the native Apple notes, which is a really nice program. It's come a long way in the last few years. And I use Microsoft OneNote, but I use them a little bit differently. Apple Notes is, it's, it's like my catch-all for everything. It's where everything just goes by default. If I have something on my mind, something I need to get into a note that I can't forget, it goes into Apple Notes. My Apple Notes has tons of pages, tons of stuff, and it goes back years at this point. Everything from dimensions I need to remember before I run to the hardware store to daily work notes that I'll use that I, you know, will put in there sometimes if I don't have my um, work notebook with me. So there's a lot in there and it's great. I, you can scan PDFs. It's a good program. I really like it. It's pretty straightforward, intuitive, easy to use, but I also use Microsoft, Microsoft OneNote for more of the specific and deliberate things that I'm working on. So whereas notes is kind of like that catch-all, everything just goes there. It's a little bit more chaotic. It's, you know, it's not as crazy organized as I would like it to be or need it to be. OneNote is. OneNote's much more deliberate. It's much more specific. That's where I am when I'm working on something like an outline for this podcast or an idea for a project. It's, it's much more specific. It's driven much more toward an outcome and it's much cleaner. There's a lot less in it. And that balance is perfect for me. It's, it works. And so notes and OneNote. And OneNote's a Microsoft program. So if you have a, mic or a PC, you're probably already on there. So there you go. Uh, the other main thing that falls in line with the same category with ideas and notes and everything are reminders to do, tasks, actions, whatever you want to call them. And again, I use two programs for that, and I use them kind of the same way. One really acts as a catch-all. It's the first place I go to just put everything into. And then one's much more specific, more deliberate. And that is the, again, native Apple reminders. And I use uh, Moleskin Actions. I might be pronouncing Moleskin wrong, but I think you know what I mean. There's that notebook company. They have a program called Actions. You do have to pay for it. I actually downloaded that when I was trying to find something better than reminders to use. And what I ultimately ended up realizing was that I use them both together better than I use either one of them independently, if that makes sense. Actions really becomes like a catch-all for me. It's really easy and intuitive to get in there, throw things in there. I can schedule it. I can time it. It connects to my reminders so I can open it and see everything. And reminders is generally more specific. It's more, you know, geared towards something a specific reminder list and it's all it's it's a it's longer list you know it's just a bunch of stuff in there that's more specific but uh you know reminders 
is also my go-to because my phone and everything with Siri, I can just set a reminder, have it remind me to do something. Again, super easy, super intuitive, but rather than trying to find, you know, this is what I use, this one, not this one, I realize that both of them together work great, just like Notes and Microsoft OneNote. I have a way to work with both of them that works better than if I just try to isolate one. And with notes and reminders, I've man, I've used all of them. To-do list, OmniFocus. I don't even know if that's that that was a horrible app for me. What a mess. Um, but there's so many out there. I think it's less about again, it's less about the actual app and more how you use it and figuring out the way that works for you. And that's the way it works for me. Um, Email, nothing really special here. I use the native Apple email system that works really well for me. Uh, I, I have, I, I can use Outlook with my work email. I messed with it a little bit, but it's one of those things like if it's not broke, don't fix it. So I just use the basic Apple email. I mentioned Siri. Uh, I, I'm trying to use Siri more. I think Siri is a much more valuable, Siri is a much more valuable tool than I give it credit for. And I find myself using it more and more on a day-to-day basis. So those are kind of my all around. They're for my personal life and business life. I'm using those apps and those programs every day for different things. To get more business specific, things that help me, kind of a business no-brainer is a CRM. I use a CRM called Insightly. If you are in any type of business that revolves around sales or project management or customer acquisition or prospecting. You probably know about CRMs. You know how valuable they can be. I started using Insightly a number of years ago because it was free. Um, I pay for it now, but that's a great program I use that, again, it's more specific to, you know, just the business side of things. And I use it specifically now for sales as well as some other things if and when I need to. Um, Again, coming back to business, probably the most valuable thing I've ever started using is an accounting software. Uh, And there's a couple different ones like Xero, Dropbox. They all, or not Dropbox, what is it? QuickBooks, they all kind of do the same thing. In my business, it is the ultimate, the ultimate program. It's worth every penny. It or it keeps, you know, 90% of my business organized with all the documents I create that get sent, all the documents I need to keep stored. It is a major, major tool for me that's simple. It's straightforward. I know where everything is. Just using it by default keeps me super organized and minimizes just, you know, the clutter running through my brain of things I need to remember to do. That's a huge one for me. Again, that's more business related. If you're involved in, you know, any types of tasks, writing quotes, purchase orders, invoicing, paying bills, things like that. Um, that's a great, definitely use that. Don't, I would say, don't try to do it on your own. Don't just make template sheets and, you know, maybe you can do it in Excel and stuff, but, um, and then I, I use like Excel and pages and word and numbers and all those when I need to, but I don't, I don't really count them in this because I don't think they're things that really help keep me organized and keep my mind as focused as can be on what I'm trying to focus on. Um, file organization though, again, both personal and professional, just any cloud file thing. Cause you know, something I can get from anywhere, uh, you, you know, there's Dropbox. I think there's box one or one box. There's iCloud. You know, I have a couple different ones for different things, but it's all in one place. 
I mean, those are kind of self-explanatory. That's just basic file management. And then when it comes to just managing my schedule, my calendar, again, just the basic iCal app that comes on, you know, your computer phone, iPad. Again, if you have a, a Mac, it works great. I can sync different calendars to it. I don't really know what all the different calendars do. I have a couple shared ones with different people. I try not to overthink it. You know, just it's a calendar, no big deal. Um, I actually tried to use a non-digital calendar, like one of those old school planner books. Um, it was great. I was really into it. I kind of liked it. And then COVID hit and everything I had put in there basically just got crossed out and it was a giant waste of paper. So those are the major, major digital tools that I use, the apps and programs. Again, the objective for me is just to make sure I have the things in place to put thoughts, to-dos, tasks, ideas. If you're like me, if, you're, if your brain works like me, I, have, I can have so many internet tabs open on different things that I don't want to lose or don't want to close for one reason or another. If it's you know, related to this thing I'm working on or that thing. And now that I can just, you know, pump them right into their own folders in notes and never lose them, it just makes life so much easier. I use these tools all the time, daily, again, personal and professional life. So consider that approach. If you're struggling with keeping track of everything, keeping all of your ideas or notes organized, consider maybe using two separate programs and using them a little bit differently um, like I do. It's worked really well for me. And then the other, the other thing kind of getting away from digital and going into, you know, old school hard copy is I've been keeping a, like a, like a daily work note notebook for almost a decade now for my work. And I really like having physical notebooks. Sometimes it's just easier to get a pen out and write things down. I definitely keep it with me every day for work. That's where I take notes on phone calls while I'm on the phone and stuff, but I also like it for, you know, other things like ideas, to-dos, reminders, flight information, whatever. And I recently started using a Lockbee journal. Um, I think the, the technical term for these types of things are travel journals. Basically, it's like a little sleeve that you can put a few different little notebooks in. And so far, I really like it. I keep my daily work notebook in there, but then I have a couple other notebooks that are they can just operate like that catch-all. You know, my work notebook is very specific. I don't put notes for anything else in there other than my business. These other notebooks are for everything else. So if I have an idea, again, for this podcast, for another project I'm working on, for something else I need to be doing, um, it's, it's, it's ideal. I've got those notebooks right there. They're always with me. It's become my go-to, and it's just it reinforces not losing track of things, writing things down, being able to have places to put information and things I need to know and remember. Um, another thing, I don't know if this would really count or if it's all sort of in the same category or not, but I've kind of referred to this idea of having a catch-all place. And one thing I really believe in is in my office, I have a home office, is having a good setup, you know, an environment that kind of works for you. Well, I have a tendency to be sloppy. Um, I let papers pile up, documents, you know, get away from me because I have the best intention to get them into their files. I have file cabinets for all of this stuff. But in the day-to-day, -day, 
I just don't do it. It's I'll, I'll do it later. I'll do it later type thing. So I have literally a catch-all box next to my file cabinet behind my desk. And any file, any piece of paper, anything that comes in my office, if it's a piece of mail, something I think I have to deal with, it all just goes in there. And then I deal with it all at once. This way I'm not throwing anything away I might need. I'm not accidentally getting rid of stuff. So if I'm in a pinch and I think, oh man, I need that document or I need that piece of paperwork to file this thing, I know it's going to be in that box. And then a lot of times the time that passes between when I put it in there and when I actually get to it all to go through and file and deal with, by that time I know whether or not I actually need it or if it's important. And then I actually digitize a lot of stuff that goes in there rather than filing it um, using the notes app. It's, I mean, there's a lot of different ways to scan PDFs. It's not super unique anymore, but the notes app, I can open a note, take a picture, convert it to PDF. And then from there I can kick it into anywhere I want to put it. Um, it works really well. Then obviously I do have file cabinets for work stuff where things can go if they need to, uh, important documents, whatever. But um, yeah, it all kind of comes back to having this good setup. It's just a good, it's like a good toolbox and how to use it. And having um, been struggling with keeping myself organized and even struggling to use the right tools or find the things that work and be consistent I definitely have put a lot of thought into this, you know, in the last couple of years, specifically in the last, you know, even the last six months. And it's made a huge difference. I feel way less stressed. My brain is way less cluttered. And that just helps on the day to day with staying focused, staying on target and knowing that when something does kind of jump into my brain and wants to take over my thought process from what I'm doing, I can just put it somewhere else. And that kind of checks that box of, okay, I've dealt with it. I didn't lose it. I can come back to it. I can work on it later. And that's really helpful. So that's really it. Nothing fancy, no frills. Um, I'm not, obviously I'm not sponsored by any of these companies or I, you know, endorse. These are just things that I use on my own preferences. Um, but I hope you like that. I hope that you can, you know, maybe, maybe understand what I'm saying with that philosophy there of having two things, for certain areas that, you know, it can help keep it more organized and compartmentalized. But um, that's it. Tools I use keeps me organized. Thank you very much for listening. Catch you on the next one.